0: ABC. Welcome to the ABC Podcast, where I take modern dating and I disembowel it for your entertainment. My call-in number is 563 code five six three nine 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 three five nine six. That's five six three nine 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 three five nine six. Call in with any questions, comments, concerns, anything you have. Um, even if you need some advice, you want to ask me some questions, go ahead and call in if you're having trouble dating or if on the dating scene. Maybe you're on the dating app and you're not... And you're not finding much luck, uh, give me a call. We'll try to work through it. Um otherwise sit back, enjoy the lecture. I'm gonna go through a few things today. I wanna go through women who say men are trash because they all have one thing in common. Well they all have two things in common. One is that they're women. But um the other thing I'm gonna go through it. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get into that. Hang on. Let me let me turn this off real quick. So that my computer starts boing 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 all over the place. Also, this show for some reason my audacity isn't really working like it should. So chances are this. Oh wait 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 wait. No, we got it we got it we got it. So if you just hang with me just for a little bit, then I'll get the audacity up and going so that I can post this actually on my um on my SoundCloud. So hold on, we're going to go ahead and get rid of this, uh, because the old was a project before closing, No, and then we'll say record, three, two, one, and we'll start this again. It's me, it's me, it's ABC, welcome to ABC Podcast, where I take modern dating and disembowel it for your entertainment. My calling number again, 563 999 Five six three nine 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 three five nine six. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, for my SoundCloud peeps, you didn't hear a you didn't hear an intro there because the sound for some reason the Audacity that I use it didn't pick up my microphone, and the show had already started by the time I got this Audacity thing working. So you didn't hear you didn't hear the intro, but you didn't miss much. So we're gonna get the we're gonna get the show started from right now. And I like to say I'm excited for this show, but I'm excited for every show, right? Because I get to talk about what I like what I like to talk about, and this is what's rewarding about this, is the fact that, you know, I get some things off my chest, uh, it's kind of therapeutic for me, and people get educated, you know, and, and I'm all about the education, so you know, there's that. I'm um, just an administrative a couple administrative things actually one administrative thing um, my show schedule so what I'm gonna what I decided to do is hang on let me bring this a little bit closer there we go let's bring that in a little bit okay so what I decided to do was can I bring this lower right there okay cool so what I decided to do was um, we're going to do a one-hour show Daily, during throughout the week. And that show's going to run from 10 to 11. So starting Monday, there's going to be a daily show. It's going to be one hour. It's going to be from 10 to 11. On Saturdays, I'm going to do my usual two-hour thing. So if you want, go ahead and follow the show. Give the show a follow, and you'll get all of the... You should get all of the notifications if you're a subscriber on Block Talk Radio. If not, go ahead and bookmark my page. And just remember that I will be going in and this is Pacific time because I'm in the I'm in the Pacific time zone. So it's gonna be ten to eleven Pacific, which is to one one to two Eastern. So I understand a lot of y'all work. And if you can't listen at work then, you know, cool. If you can't call in from work, cool. If not, then I understand. It's not a very savory time that people are home and are able to do these things. But, you know, I I gotta get in where I get in because again, Podcasting isn't my source, isn't my primary source of income. It's not really even a source of income at all. It's a source of therapy for me. So it's more about therapy than income. I do have a job that I have to go to every day. So that's why we do this from 10 to 11 so that I can make money so I can live my life and not have to ask you guys to donate or anything like that. So this is why we're doing this. All right. So that's that. Now. <laughs> so I don't even know where to start with this because there's there's a few things that transpired this week, no in, 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 in the online space, and I I heard I heard a few I heard a few things involved in a few conversations. Right. The first thing I want to talk about is the strong and empowered women, the so-called strong and empowered women, because even after the last show that I did on. On the divestment movement, and I put out all the stats, these strong and empowered women just don't get it. They don't get it. And they think that because they're, they've attained some type of status on an individual level means that they're somehow on par with men. And it's not true. It's so not true. It's ridiculous. Yet they're still they're living under this lie. And, and I, don't, I, I don't understand where this comes from. You you have to look at the um, at some point at some point in your life, and, uh, women you your your typical life is what eighty four eighty six years right the the average lifespan of a woman eighty four eighty six years something like that that's a long time that that you have to look at numbers just look at if you can you can take some time out and look at some numbers right somewhere in those eighty four years you take a take the time out and look at some numbers. And the numbers bear it all out. I had to put it out on my last show. The numbers bear it out. Don't listen to me. Listen to the numbers. The numbers are saying that you're not as strong and empowered as you think you are. The numbers are saying that you're not on the same level as men like you think you are. The numbers are telling you that you're. some of you aren't as dateable as you think you are. So I don't know. I don't understand where you get. Where you get off thinking that somehow you're high and mighty just because you have okay maybe on an individual level you attain some kind of status right maybe just maybe I mean the numbers they don't really bear that out but let's say let's just say maybe you've attained attained some some kind of status where you got to a point where you're making six figures right that's you okay Point stipulated. That's you. You you as a woman are making a hundred thousand dollars. Maybe you want a man that makes a hundred thousand dollars or more. Okay, fine, right? There's a few other problems with that, but let's just take this as argument. Okay, fine. Point stipulated. You make a hundred. You make over a hundred k in whatever job you're doing, right? Cool. But because you're the exception, you don't prove the rule. And as a rule, again, the numbers bear out that women just don't do as well as men. And even you, in your field, making a hundred thousand dollars, I bet you, vital parts of my anatomy—that there's a man in that same in that same fear that you're in right now—that's making more than you are. So, 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 what are we really talking about here? What are we talking about? You're so strong and independent. And this is—I'm going to get into this when I talk about Cotton Campbell. Because I listened to one of Cotton you know what, I'm gonna leave Cotton Campbell for the next what's it called? Because for the next segment. because Cotton Campbell is a special one. And this Cotton Campbell, if you don't know Cotton Campbell, I link to her I linked to her page on in my show notes. So you can go actually go there and listen to the shows that she put together. But I didn't even have to start listening to her shows to see what exactly the problem is with Cotton Campbell. Because Cotton Campbell thinks in circles. All right, and again, this is—I'm going to dedicate a whole segment to this because, again, this is a thing with modern women. They think in circles, and they expect men to understand the circular thinking—it's not, well, not circular reasoning, but it's—I can't really, can't—I can't describe it other than circular thinking. You're just going to have to listen to the segment when I understand when I when I break this down so that you understand this, right? But a lot of modern women, let's just just. Right now, just right now, suffice it to say that a lot of modern women are like her, and they think in circles, and I'm going to give you some examples when I get to that segment, all right? So I'm going to leave, so I'm going to put a pin in Cotton Campbell because she, again, I I didn't even have to list, start listening to her radio. I just had to go through her shows, the show titles, the show notes, to understand what the problem is with Cotton Campbell, all right? So, again, she, she has a show that's coming on at 8, I guess that's specific. That's right. That's a little bit after I end my show, and I'm thinking about calling her and asking her about some things, because again, when you go through Pat and Campbell's show notes, you're gonna see if you if you click on the and you go through the you're, if you are a if you are a provider protector man and you're looking for and you're looking at that through those through through that lens you'll understand when you even look at the first couple of shows, you're going to understand the circular thinking. So, but if you didn't, if you didn't see it or worry, excuse me, don't worry. I'm going to break it down for you. All right. So we're going to do that. But first I ran across a, I ran across a video clip. And so I, I took it, I extracted it and I uploaded it to here because again, it tells you the thinking of a lot of modern women because this girl Amber Rose, she she went on Jesse Lee Peterson's show, and uh, was it no it wasn't Rose it was Amber Rose. Amber Rose went on Jesse Lee Peterson's show. Why she did that, I don't know. Because she anybody who watches Jesse Lee Peterson understands that Jesse Lee Peterson, he has one frame. He just has one. He's one track. He, he's only got one track, right? He's got he, he's a simple man. He's a very simple man that destroys you with his very simple logic. All right, so I don't un- I don't understand why these people are going on his show, knowing that they're going to just get absolutely annihilated with the simplest of talking points. But everrose did so, and so what I want to do is I want to play this clip from Jesse Lee Peterson's show, and. I'm going to go through, and also I'll also give my comments, right? But I want to, I want you to hear this because, again, Mm -hmm. what the things that Amber Rose is saying is indicative of what a lot of modern women think. And again, and if I can do this, if I can do this TikTok thing, I'm also going to, and I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's going to work because I tried to do it on YouTube and it and it didn't work. However, if not, then I'll save it for I'll save it for Monday's show. Because oh, and, and yeah, yeah, that's another thing. Um, I'm going to look for for my show prep. I'm going to look for different TikTok videos, and I'm just going to talk about them for an hour on my show. So I'm gonna give you the good and the bad. I'll, I'll upload the audio, and then I'll let you listen to it, and then I'll give you the good, bad, and, the good, the bad, and the ugly about it. I won't. I probably won't go through profiles. And I may go through a couple profiles, like I do every Saturday. But, um, now we'll see we'll see how time bears that out anyway back to jesse lee Peterson. so so this is a clip this is the clip it is okay so it's a little less than a minute long it's um i hadn't I didn't have to truncate it because it's it was already it was already pretty much truncated. all I had to do is trim the extra fat, but I didn't have to trim any content. So what you're, what you're hearing is the actual clip. It's unedited, and that's it. So let's hear what Jesse Lee Peterson and Amber Rose have to say. Let's cut one. Go.
1: What is out of control, out getting jobs, control. being businesswomen? No. Because what happens is that when we are strong and we are business women and we make our own money and we honestly all we need is sperm to have a baby, we don't really need a man anymore.
0: And making money
2: and...
0: Okay, wait. Hold on. Oh. You know, I'm going to have to do that over. Okay, so let's do this over. I, don't, I thought we could pause. I thought we could pause in time, but we can't. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and play this whole thing, and then I'll give you my thoughts. So let's go back to cut one. No.
1: What is out of control, getting jobs, being businesswomen? No. It... Because that what happens is is that... When we are strong and we are business women and we make our own money and we honestly, all we need is sperm to have a baby. We don't really need a man anymore. And making
3: money and doing the things that you just named is not, uh, that, that doesn't make a woman at all because anybody can go out and make money.
1: Well, what do you, I don't understand what you're saying, Jeff. Uh, what
3: makes a woman is when she's not in competition with a man. She understand what the about role of both competition
1: with a woman. A,
3: a real man would never be in competition with a woman. Why? Because but
1: she makes more money and because because a, a,
3: a woman uh, a woman is not competition for a man. He already he naturally has authority over her.
2: So I gotta
0: ask you about making
1: me so sad right now.
0: So you hear that, right? Here are my thoughts, first of all. Now, and again, this is indicative of a way a lot of modern women think. First of all, if they put all of their stock into what they make, right? Well, in order to be – they figure that in order to be empowered, you have to make a certain amount of money And you, to be to be empowered. You don't have to make more than men in general because you, you just don't, right? As a woman, you just don't make more than men. But you have to make more than that man because if you make more than that man, then you can say, well, I'm stronger and empowered because I'm not uh, – I make more than that man. So that puts me up on a pedestal, which literally doesn't, because for every man that you out earn, there's a m there's like five men that out earn you. But because you're because you're a modern woman and you think that you you out earning a man puts you on some kind of pedestal, fine. But here's the thing, nobody really gives a damn about what you earn. The only pe- the only people who really give a damn about what women earn is the IRS. Let's 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 re rack that thought. The only people who care what women make are the IRS for obvious reasons. Now, she goes on to say that, oh, we we don't need men. We just, we just need men for sperm to produce babies. We don't need them. Really? Okay. Let me ask you something, Amber Rose. How does electricity get to your house? Who builds those airplanes that you fly around in? Who builds those? Who maintains those? Who maintains who maintains the railroads that gets things that gets things like coal and petroleum and all that stuff from point A to point B, so you can put gas in your car? Oh, you have an electric vehicle okay who provides who who provides the coal and the petroleum and the nuclear power to do, get that energy delivered to your car? who does that? who built that house that you're living in, but you don't need men okay, I'll tell you what. You don't even have to you don't even have to do anything extravagant let's just say you're let's just say something goes wrong in your car and your car don't run no more and you need to take it to a mechanic to fix it. What gender is that mechanic going to be well let's have, let's let's take it back to your house. Let's say the plumbing goes on your your toilet springs a leak and it's flooding all over your bathroom so you call the plumber. What gender is that plumber going to be? But you don't need men, right? All you need men is for, is for sperm donations, right? Now Jesse Lee Peterson, he made a great point. He said, um, Jesse Lee Peterson, he made a great point. He He said that Women should not be in competition with men, and it's true. A lot of modern women think that they're in competition with men, and then Amber Rose countered and said, what about men who are in competition with women? And he said, real men aren't in competition with women. That's an absolutely good point. Now, standing the no true Scotsman fallacy, it's a valid point because a man shouldn't be in competition with a woman because a man being in competition with a woman is like Mike Tyson being in competition with, I mean, being in a boxing match with Urkel. So a man shouldn't be in a competition with women because he naturally, from from all attributes, is is superior. Now Amber Rose brought up, well, what if she makes, what if she makes more money and is smarter? Well, let's let's address that because a the numbers just don't bear out the more the the making more. Again, on an individual basis, yes, but the, the exceptions don't prove the rule. Across the board, women just don't make as much as men. It's and it's, it's damn true. So I don't want to hear no arguments about that. Women earn more degrees than men, but that doesn't mean women are actually smarter than men. It just means they earn more degrees. And if you talk to a lot of modern women who have, to, who have these degrees, they're going to tell you that their degrees don't mean anything because they can get their degrees and not get hired. There's a lot of women out there that got degrees that can't get hired in the field that they got their degrees in. Why? Because their degrees, are they go into meaningless degrees. They go, they go into social sciences and humanities by and large. So what about women that are, what about women are smarter than men? Let me ask you something, modern women who think you're smarter than men. How is it? I want to know. And if you have an answer, give me, a, either give me a call and tell me or leave it on my wall or come to my Facebook and answer it and answer this question on my wall. Because I really want to know this. If women are so much smarter than men, how come more degrees are conferred to you, but you still earn less than us? Please answer that question. Oh, I got more questions. I'm a, trust me when I go down when I go down Cottons Avenue. I, I, I got some questions. I got one big actually. I got one big one that I would really want her. And I'm a, I, I'm who was really on my mind to call her and ask her. And I wish um, I'll probably end up recording it and I'll, I'll I'll pack it up as a um as a trailer. But again i would love for women who think that just because they have these degrees just because more degrees are conferred to them because more of them are graduating college i really want to know that if they're so much smarter than men how come they get all these degrees and all these all these women are graduating college yet you're still earning less than us so what i'm going to do i'm going to take a break and somebody when somebody comes up with the, with the answer to that question please call in i don't i don't i don't want to I don't expect an answer to that. But if somebody comes up with it, if somebody comes up with an answer, yeah, please, please, and you want to tell me, then yeah, absolutely let me know. But I'm going to take a break. And when I come back, uh, we'll get started on the main lecture. Well, on the two-part lecture, I want to address the thing about men are trash. And then I'm going to, and then in the segment after, I'm going to talk about Cotton Campbell. And we'll get to that. And then probably in the last, um, in the last segment, We'll go through some profiles. It'll, it'll either be Plenty of Fish or okay, Cupid, but one of the two. And we'll go through some profiles and see what these women are doing wrong. So we're going to do that. Time for a commercial break. I'll be back listening to the ABC podcast.
3: Hey, let's take a minute and meet Clark Kent. You a Superman. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confound it. That boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows I do, too. And that's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now. Well... I guess we all agree on Sugar Smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new Sugar Smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's Sugar Smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three
2: years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun.
4: What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say.
2: Yeah, a Maori always gets his man.
4: Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well... Down, 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 the stomach through Round, 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 the system too With Alka-Seltzer they always say Relief is just a swallow away
2: Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer
4: For that headache and upset feeling Take Alka-Seltzer! Relief is just a swallow away
3: Hi, kids! Look at some delicious magic With the extra good chocolate-flavored syrup, Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra-rich, extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream topped with extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell Mom to get Bosco chocolate-flavored syrup for you. Sing out.
4: I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Bosco gives me iron and sunshine vitamin D. Oh, I love
5: Bosco. That's the drink for me. I'm
4: a spaceman. Oh, moon and sun and all the stars are great big Tootsie Roll Pops. I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have Tootsie Roll Pops. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. (coughs) And do you know why? Sure. Because, one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And, two... There's a delicious setter of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops is said fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack too. Ten pops in a started flavor. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good.
5: Triple
4: good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops.
3: Hi, I'm Mike Wallace with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffo, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Felna Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about Fluffo.
1: I love fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh,
3: man, that's some apple pie.
1: Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich.
3: Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden fluffo.
6: Yoo-hoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo.
4: Yoo-hoo-hoo! yoo hoo I've got a Swiss cream sandwich for you! Crisp golden cookies and in between an extra thick, it's my pick, filling of cream! Dessert time, tea time. Time.
6: time, don't miss Swiss! As the man around here, you can quote me on this! You-hoo-hoo-hoo, you hoo
3: It's Swiss Cream Sandwich! For you-hoo-hoo,
6: hoo you-hoo. And
5: you-hoo-hoo,
3: hoo A truly different cream sandwich, Swiss Cream Sandwich, baked by Nabisco. The luscious, creamy fillings in a class by itself. No other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light, they melt in your mouth.
6: You-hoo-hoo, you-hoo! It's Swiss Cream Sandwich! For you hoo hoo
0: you-hoo. And
6: you-hoo-hoo, hoo Swiss Cream Sandwich!
3: Say, it's time for my favorite dance team, so let's look. Ah, a box of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treatment. That's old gold cigarettes made by tobacco men, not medicine men. to give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment, get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarette thanks attention to help
7: carry on our important work I want you to join the secret squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder following each week's adventure I'll send an important secret message and only secret squadron members who have decoders can decode them also later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the secret squadron but you must promise to do as I do Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert. And drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the Secret Squadron. We Secret Squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good, too. And cold for lunch, and between meal snacks. And hot again at bedtime, to help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink
3: instant Ovaltine every day. The Gemini Space Flights... Trips are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-g pouch because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some Tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy mint refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives wicked. Every bar of New Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked.
0: So, I'm going to talk. Uh, yes, I will talk about men who when who think men are trash. But first, I wanna I wanna go to this thing I, that I saw on TikTok, and I know I I get it. I said TikTok's for the dumbest two percent of people, and then I'm sitting here on it. I for a long time, I resisted getting on TikTok, but I figure in order to get content for you know, what it is I'm doing. TikTok is probably the best place to get the content, so I take my TikTok in small chunks because I feel I feel it just fucking my brain cells out every time I log in. So I log in, I log in, I get my thing, and I I usually log in, get my thing, and get out. Right. So this one, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to do this thing live instead of a, instead of a clip. Now the last time I tried to do something live, it, it didn't work because it somehow got. Filtered out when the when the sound when the audio got processed from Blog Talk Radio. It tends to filter out, and I think it was because it was from YouTube. I don't know if it's going to filter out things from TikTok, but um, and it also from NBC News, and I, I I get why, but I'm going to try this on TikTok. But if and the it's only like thirty something seconds and if you, if it does get filtered out in the audio thing, I'm still going to talk about what she said because what she said is the essence of what i want to what I want to respond to so let's let's do this. I'm just gonna do this live and see if this is gonna work so let's see let's get this up Ladies and if you're single. For the people on Blog who are listening on Blog Talk Radio, if you didn't if that got if that got taken out during audio processing, basically and if you go to my SoundCloud, you're gonna hear it. But basically she's saying that if you're dating a divorced man, the way you test him for to test him for red flags is to ask him because sometimes he's a bad guy. Women like to think all oh, men if they got divorced the man is a bad guy. I mean that's just it. That's just how they think. And Women can never. Women are allergic to accountability. I know because I went through it with my ex-wife. You're allergic to accountability. I still, to this day, cannot get her to admit the things that she did wrong, even though I I've owned up to, atoned and actually repented for the things that I did wrong. I like literally had to go do the emotional heavy lifting when I after I after we split up, I came to live on my own. And you know, when you live on your own like that, just as a side kind of a side, I'll get to the I'll get to what she said in a minute but it's kind of an aside, you know, when I, when I did that, I moved out on my own. I didn't have anything to hide behind. So I kind of had to look at myself in the mirror every day. And in order to be okay with myself, I had to be okay with what happened. In order to be okay with what happened, I had to come to terms with what I did and it took a lot of emotional heavy lifting. And I did that. And I'm glad I did that because I think I'm a better person now because of it. And I understand the dynamics of a lot of things and it helped me to become better. Now, after this, what this woman was saying, then. What she says, you have to understand that if anybody asks you this on a date, oh, and especially if you're divorced and they ask you, oh, well, what would your ex-wife say is the reason why you got divorced? Men, that's a trap, all right? They're going to expect you to answer that. They expect you to answer that because you heard what the woman said. How you answer is because – is how you answer will determine if you're a red flag. But here's the trap, all right? here And here's what she doesn't tell you. No matter how you answer, it's going to be a red flag. That it's what's, it's what's called a loaded question. All right, either way you answer this, it's, it's kind of the whole. Oh, so hey, are you still beating your wife? Like, if you say no, it's, if you say no, then oh, well you used to beat your wife. Or if you say yeah, oh well, wait, you're still beating your wife. So it's it's what's called a loaded question. No matter how you answer, it's going to be a red flag. So how you defeat this, right? And I and I learned. Why you defeat this question when she asks you? Oh, well, what, what, what would your ex wife say is the reason why you got bar- is the reason why you got divorced, ma'am? With all due respect, it literally doesn't matter, and here's why: because no matter what my ex says it was, it was the cause of our divorce, has no bearing on me now because I've learned the lessons from why we divorced, and it helped me to become a better person. Now, if what if what happened in my past marriage affects you that much, then thank you. But I but I will respectfully bow out of this date because I'm not looking for somebody who lives in somebody else's past. And then that gives you the opportunity to get up and dip from a woman who's trying to uh who's trying to trap you and saying something and saying something that that's ultimately going to make you the bad guy no matter what it is that you no matter what it is you say. So you tell them it does it doesn't, it literally doesn't matter. And it doesn't, it's, there's nothing, there's no part of that statement that's false because it literally doesn't matter. As long as you learned the lesson that you, that you're supposed to learn from the reason why you got divorced, then what your ex wife thinks is the reason why you got divorced has no bearing on you now. And it's absolutely true. So this woman, she, she thinks she's slick, but there's a way to defeat that. There's a way to defeat that question, right? And I I just told you how. So men, if you go on a date and that woman asks you, the, and the woman you're dating asks you, why was the reason, what would you actually say is the reason why you got divorced? If you whip that on them, out on them, it's going to shut them down. And it gives you the opportunity. It gives you the opportunity to say either continue the date or to get up and walk away from somebody who's trying to trap you into being the bad guy no matter what you do. So that's what's up. Now, because these women like this, who I just played on TikTok, and again, if you're on Block Talk Radio and you didn't hear it, go to my SoundCloud, and it's going to be there. Um, she, women like this think that men are trash. A lot of women like this think that men are trash. And you'll hear them say it. Either they'll say it outwardly, or they'll think it, or they'll think it, right? And, and it'll it'll show up in the way they present themselves. If a woman thinks that men are trash, it's going to be in her attitude. And it's going to be in her actions, right? And then if, you, if if she comes out and says it, great. If if not, then whatever. We still know she's thinking it. But where does this come from? I know, I get it. Blah 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 about the feminist feminist movement. The feminist movement has pushed this for decades. Man, trash. Man, trash. men are trash. Man, trash, trash. And women are sucking it up. Why? Because. And I the reason why I, I this has been on my mind since I saw a you a YouTube clip, and I think it was from the whatever podcast. And if I can find it, then I'll try to find it. But it, it was either what it was either whatever podcast or Fresh and Fit. One of the two. Maybe Fresh and Fit. But um, if I find it, I'll, I'll post it. So this woman, this woman, modern woman now, says that oh well men are trash, and this is what a lot of this is a point that a lot of women parent. So the challenge was thrown out. Oh men are trash right? Yeah okay cool. What kind of men do you like? Now men, if you come across one of these women that say men are trash, just ask them what kind of men do they what kind of men are you into? What kind of men float your boat? Nine and a half times out of ten. They're gonna they're gonna say the bad boy, the one with all the tattoos, the one that brings all the drama, the one that sleeps around. That's the one that they want. And then when they get it, and then they they get done dirty, they want to say men are trash. Yet, this is what they go after time and time and time and time again. So how does this comport? How does this how how, how does it? I want to know how does it comport? How does this work? You get with you get with. Literally because and it's and again, it's a thing. Twenty um eighty percent of women want twenty percent of men. And the twenty percent of men know that they have the options, so they're gonna go through these eighty percent of women. I mean it's it's basic mathematics. I get it, women don't math a lot. I get it, that's why they're not in STEM. But well, that's a that's subject for another show. But the facts are remains. The eighty percent of women want twenty percent of men and twenty percent of men to twenty percent of men know that especially since the 20 percent of men are actual bad guys actual bad boys that the 80 percent of women actually want because 80 percent of women don't want anything boring and stable and oh it's just the same thing over and over i'm so bored and i just need that adventure i just need that spark i just need that drama right this is what this is what these women so they go for the 20 percent of they go for the 20 percent of men that are actual bad boys now that's it's it's a good on men to say that there's only twenty percent of us out in the war but that's that's actual that are actual bad boys, right so that's kind of a good on us yet these women are going for all these eighty percent of women are going for these twenty percent of men that are bad boys, and then it's the same eighty percent of women who are going after these bad boys that turn around after these bad boys and ran all through all of all eighty percent all of them right one hundred percent of the eighty percent. They know they pretend to get get together and say, "Well, this man's trash, this man's trash, oh all men are trash, so really, all men are trash because you have you have one or two or three guys run through all of you and that's and that's and this is what I'm saying because when you step back and you take a panoramic view of the whole thing, right, how is it that the same few men can run through all of you just literally and you let them do it. This is why, again, when I get into Cotton Campbell in the next segment, one of the one of the things that she has, and I'll probably just I'll drip this out slowly. But one of the things that she has is who is one of the shows that she has. In fact, there's a show tonight that's coming. Is who she who she has sex with is none of our business. And I hear this a lot with these modern women, who say who like to say that men are trash. That oh, who I sleep with is is none of your business. You have to go around saying all men are trash, yet when we say well what are you what are you basing this on? Maybe you shouldn't let so many guys run so many of the bad boys run through you, oh, who I sleep with is none of your business now when I get into cotton, cotton campbell I'm going to take I'm going to take what she said about sleeping with other people not being of our business. I'm going to flip it another way, but for purposes of this conversation. When they say, when we call them out on the bad boys that they are sleeping with, then all of a sudden they want to jump up and say who they're sleeping with is none of our business, yet they're the ones calling all of us trash because of the people who they're sleeping with. So how, again, you you see the circular thinking of modern women? We're trash because of who they're sleeping with, but when we say we're not trash as people who you're sleeping with, who you're sleeping with, well, all of a sudden, who they're sleeping with is none of our business. Now, again, when I get into cotton, there's gonna there's another mode of circular thinking that's there. And I'm gonna talk about that. But that's but suffice it to say that's that's what it is. And again, I hear a lot, I hear the question a lot. How is it that why is it that women that people care so much about how many people women slept with, who women slept with, and I hear a lot of answers to that question, right? Who it's not necessarily well, yeah, it is who you're sleeping with that because who you're sleeping with is shaping your mentality, all right, and the amount of people you're sleeping with is shaping your DNA. It it, it literally is. There was and I forgot who did this. I forgot who did the study. Um, I'm gonna have to go back and research it, but I I swear I read somewhere that from every sexual encounter that that a condom or any kind of protection wasn't used. That was like bareback, and semen was allowed to enter the enter the vaginal canal. When that semen broke down, the DNA lingered in the woman's blood and actually came became a part of came a part of the cellular structure of that of the woman's cell, Became the structure. It became part of the structure of the woman's cells. Ergo, if a woman has a lot of sexual partners. Chances are when she starts having – if she has a lot of sexual partners before she has kids, if she finds somebody who's – if she finds somebody who has kids with after all of those other sexual partners, then the chances are the kid will not come out looking like the father. Or he might, but he may have some features from one of the other men that – and it doesn't have to be – and it doesn't have – the other man's sperm doesn't have to reach the egg. It's because the DNA of that man that she, of those men that she slept with, are embedded. Pieces of the DNA are now embedded in the mitochondrial structure of these of the woman's cells. So that when, um, so that when the eggs are grown out there now, those eggs have a little piece of the DNA now. From those eggs have a little piece of the DNA from all these other men. So you'll have something like. You have something like when two people have a child who has thin noses and all of a sudden a child comes out with a wide nose. Well, how's how's this child coming out with a bubble nose? And nobody in our family has, either in our family, have bubble noses. And it's a thing. And they call it, and they call it proximal, proximal features or whatever, or paradoxical features. I forgot what they call it. But it's just, they, they attribute it to this like randomness, randomness of the genetics. But. And again if I can find that i'll I'll post it if I read something that contradicts that, then fine if I read something that contradicts it i'll I'll reverse course. but I swear up and down I read something that to that effect and it just goes to show and it goes it also goes to what I heard on on again on whatever podcast about men when at two points it, it it actually speaks to two points point number one well, that's all that about DNA and other men's DNA in your in your offspring, right? You have DNA from other men in your offspring. That's number one. Number two, when we talk about women who sleep around, the part of the part of the double standard is one of to say part of the double standard is the fact that when women sleep around, the difference between women sleeping around and men sleeping around is that. When a man sleeps around and he has a lot of kids, everybody knows who the father is of those kids, right? Let's just say a man takes his 72 virgins and he sleeps with the 72 virgins and 30 of them get pregnant. Well, let's say 40 of them get pregnant, right? For 40 of for those 40 women, they know who the father is. Why? Because there were virgins at the time he slept with them. So there is no doubt who the father is. However, if a woman sleeps around, how does she know who the father is? part of the double standard. The other part of the double standard is the fact that women, and I have to come back, I have to come back on you on this, because everybody knows that women control this, women control access to sex. They just do, right? Now, with great power comes great responsibility, right? If you're going to control access to sex, if you're going to do this, then you need to, do your job better. And what I mean is this. Let's, say, let's, let's take it like hockey, right? Hockey, you have a goaltender. What's a goaltender's job? The goaltender's job is to keep the puck out of the goal to keep his, win- keep his team from losing. It's the same thing. The, the goalie is there to protect access to the goal. That's, that's his entire job in life. If he doesn't do anything else on that ice, he has to keep the puck out of the net. It's the same thing with the goalkeeper in soccer. If he doesn't do anything else on the field, he must keep that ball out of the net. Why? Because if the ball goes into the net too many times, the team's going to lose. When you control access to sex, your entire job in life is to control access to sex. That doesn't mean you go out and you sleep around with, I'd say hundreds of men. But even if you go around sleeping with 30, 40 men, that's still like, what are the odds of pregnancy, even with protection, when you're going around sleeping with 30, 40 men? It gets exponentially higher the more, men you, the more men you sleep with. And then, again, like I said before, the more men you sleep with and then you get pregnant. How do you know who the, man, who the father of the baby is you're sleeping around? This is why you have to control access. We, have a, we, we literally have an epidemic of single motherhood that is that – is, that is, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That is destroying masculinity in this country and that's because and i will lay it women i will lay it on your feet all day long black women especially hate when i say this when i lay the emasculation of black men oh now cotton says cotton calls it demasculation and it's not called demasculation it's emasculation <laughs>
5: <Excuse me. clears
0: throat> Excuse me. Oh, cholera um but the demasculation of Western men has to be laid at your feet. Why? Because you refuse it. You slept on the job. You refuse to control access to sex like you're supposed to. And because of it, you are now a single mother. And as a single mother, you have to raise your child w- with absence of anything masculine. Not everybody says, oh, my uncle, oh, my grandpa, oh, whatever, right? Whatever, insert name of, male family member that's supposed that's supposedly helping you raise your child into a man, which is not even possible because there's no way that an uncle or a grandpa or a brother can be around during the necessary times where kids need to be taught things like discipline and um, fortitude and things like this, right? No, there's just no way they may, they may, well, they may, um, it may be around for a little bit, right? But with, at the times where the chips really hit the table, are they are they there? And then most likely, the answer is no. So, again, and hold on, let me see, let me see where we are. Okay, cool. So again, women, you have to raise these men with feminine traits because that's what you have now. Here's the here's the boogeyman in that. While you're raising your kid with feminine traits, because that's all you have, you realize that you have to, in order to succeed, and in order to bring this kid up with some semblance of what you think is normalcy, you have to adopt masculine energy. And that masculine energy is exactly what's keeping you from getting a man to begin with. So you see where the you see where the uh, downward spiral becomes when you're a single mom. When so I say single mothers, you have the worst times in the dating market because you have to bring the utmost of masculine energy in order to a raise a boy right if you if, if you're raising a girl yeah the the reins are a little looser if you're if you're raising a girl if you're raising a boy though my god so you have to bring your masculine energy whatever masculine energy you have to raise this boy and then you have to develop masculine energy to even succeed in your job and then with all this masculine energy, do you really think you're going to get a man? This is why a lot of these single moms are going around thinking, like Amber Rose, that women are competing with men, that it's a competition. Because only if you're in your masculine energy do you think you're competing with men. Which is a lot. The, the entirety of the feminist movement is in their masculine energy. Is why they think they're competing with men. Why they want to smash the patriarchy. Again, I, I listened to a, I listened to a clip on YouTube. Um, there were some, and you know, oh, I already closed it, didn't I? Dang it. Okay. I already closed it, but there were, there were women from India. So they're Indian women. And they were talking about, they were talking about respect for men. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to bring this show. I'm going to bring this show sometime this week. And I'm going to talk about, I'm going to put that clip up. I'm going to talk about it because it's important. Um, they were talking about, they were talking about men and having respect for men. Now, women just don't have respect for men and it 's really killing it 's really killing society it 's killing dating it 's killing the workplace is really killing everything and one of the women got up and said, "Why are they trying to smash the patriarchy it 's so violent and it 's true everywhere you smash the patriarchy, you smash the patriarchy. When did you become so violent? You became violent when you decided to get your masculine energy and because you 're in your masculine energy, now you have no real excuse. you have no real You have no real options because you're in so much masculine energy. You have no real options except, A, to become a crazy cat lady and die alone with your cats, or B, become a lesbian, which a lot of feminists end up becoming lesbians because. And even, even, it it, it even speaks to the fact that more domestic violence happens within lesbian relationships than any other relationships because of the overabundance of masculine energy. Not even in um, gay male relationships is there as much domestic violence as there are in lesbian relationships. And you can, I I know I read that. So again, you're in so much masculine energy that you have to either hey, die alone with your cats because no man wants that because you're, uh, you're constantly in competition with them, which happens to a lot of, which happens to a lot of white feminists. And it also happens to a lot of black women die alone because and they die alone and broken and homeless because they think they can't get a man because they think they're always in competition with them. They don't want to cooperate with them because of whatever generations of single mothers, generations of single motherhood in their family has taught them. They're going to die alone. And this is another thing that I'm going to talk about when I get into, uh, when I get into Patton Campbell is, why chances are she doesn't she doesn't flip certain aspects of her thinking. I don't see her prospects of keep getting and keeping a man. I don't I I I just don't think that's I just don't think that's I don't think there's a possibility there. But I'll talk about it when I come back from this break. I'm gonna talk uh so I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna come back and I'll get into the cotton candle thing. Uh you're listening to A B C podcast. Hey. Let's take a
3: minute and meet Clark Kent, who a Superman. Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confound that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows I do, too. And that's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now. Well, I guess we all agree on sugar smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new sugar smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get
5: Kellogg's sugar smacks, brand new.
3: A
2: Northwest Mountie, and he's been trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun.
4: What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A Mountie always gets his man.
4: Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well. Wow. Down, 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 the stomach through. Round, 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 the system too. With Alka-Seltzer, they always say, Relief is just a swallow away.
2: Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer.
4: For that headache, upset feeling, take Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just... A
3: swallow away. Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra good chocolate-flavored syrup. Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra rich, extra thick, extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream, topped with extra thick extra chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell mom to get Bosco chocolate flavored syrup for you. Sing out.
4: I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolatey. Chocolate flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Bosco gives me iron and sunshine, vitamin D. Oh, I love bottles. That's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon and sun and all the stars are great big to pops. I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have to zero pops. All of the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. <coughs> and do you know why? Sure. Because one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And two, there's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops is said fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack too. Ten pops in assorted flavors. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All of the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops.
3: Hi, I'm Mike Wallace. With a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffle. The first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Thelma Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about fluffo.
1: I love fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh,
3: man, that's some apple pie.
1: Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich.
3: Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get golden fluffo.
6: Yoo-hoo-hoo. yoo hoo Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo-hoo. hoo
4: Yoo-hoo. I've got a Swiss cream sandwich for you. Rip golden cookies and in between an extra thick, it's my filling pick, filling of cream. Dessert time, tea time, don't
6: miss Swiss. As the man around here, you can quote me on
3: this.
6: yoo hoo yoo-hoo.
3: it's Swiss cream sandwich
6: for yoo-hoo-hoo, yoo-hoo. And yoo-hoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo-hoo. And yoo-hoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo-hoo.
3: A truly different cream sandwich, Swiss cream sandwich baked by Nabisco. The luscious, creamy fillings in a class by itself. No other like it. And these tempting vanilla cookies are so light, they melt in your mouth.
6: Yoo-hoo-hoo, you-hoo. Yoo-hoo.
3: It's
0: Swiss cream sandwich.
6: Oh, you-hoo-hoo, hoo Yoo-hoo. And you-hoo-hoo, hoo Swiss cream sandwich.
3: Say, it's time for my favorite dance team, so let's look. Ah, a box of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes That's all you need, my friend And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created A treat instead of a treatment That's old gold cigarettes Made by tobacco men, not medicine men To give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks. Attention. To help carry on our important
7: work, I want you to join the Secret Squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message, and only Secret Squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the Secret Squadron, but you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert, and drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the Secret Squadron. We Secret Squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good, too. And cold for lunch and between meal snacks. And hot again at bedtime. To help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink instant Ovaltine
3: every day. The Gemini space flights. The trips are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-g pouch because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some Tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy mint refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives <laughs> wicked. Every bar of New Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked.
0: Let me, get this, let me get this down real quick. So, I was when we broke. I was going in on women in and single whole single motherhood is thing. And again, we're going to when I get in, I'm going to get more into single motherhood when I get into somebody's dating profile. So, put a pin in the single motherhood thing that I just talked about in the last break because it's going to become a, it's, it's going to become a pretty important point later on. But now I want to get into this whole Cotton Campbell thing because it wasn't literally an hour before the show, it wasn't a thing. And as I was prepping for the show, getting myself in the studio and setting my things up and I was going through, and when I logged into Blog Talk Radio, she came up in my suggestions. And everybody knows how the suggestions go with the algorithm and everything. Okay, blah, blah, blah. He came up with my suggestions. I'm like, "Oh, this was," and I just happened to click on her. I don't know why. I was like, oh, okay. Well, let me see what this is about. So I clicked to a few shows and I see like what they do. And so I clicked on I clicked on this, and the show because she's going to do a show tonight, and it's, it's going to be an eight. It's going to be eight p.m. Pacific time, so eleven p.m. Eastern, and every other time in between. And if you want, go to click on my. Go to my show notes. Click on Cotton Campbell's link, and it's going to take you there. You can actually listen to her show. So go ahead, go peruse her stuff, listen to her shows, uh, follow her, um, follow her show. Looks like she does she does shows about twice a week. So yeah, I encourage you guys go and see, go and visit her page, and you know follow her show if you want to and listen to her stuff. How I, I do that? Whether I agree with some of the things you do or not, if I'm going to talk about you on my show and you're on Block Talk Radio. I will always um, encourage people to go to your and go and subscribe to you and listen to your stuff. Uh, it's just what I do. Okay. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Anyway, I was looking through Cotton Campbell's stuff and one thing jumped out at me and I'm, I'm go back to her page. And if you, if you're on her page, or if you go to her page, two things jump out at me. Number one, well, one thing really jumps out at me. Actually, no, two things. Let's go over two things. Number one, the upcoming broadcast is who's in my bed. And in the show notes, it says, why do you care who is sexing whom? What is it you're con- why is it your concern? Who I'm sleeping with isn't your business. You just nasty. Okay, that's, that's tonight, okay? Now, here's what I want to ask her about, and... Again, I, I'm really leaning on I will call her and I will ask her this because I want to kind of hear her explanation of this and I want to get it on the record because the the, po- the show is going to be posted no matter what. So whatever her answer is, is going to be public information. So what I want to ask her is, okay, so tonight's broadcast is who's in your bed because you literally feel like who you're sleeping with, how many people you're sleeping with is nobody's business, okay? Point stipulated. I will not no I'm not I'm not trying to state here. I'm not sitting here trying to shame you for who who or how many people you sleep with. Sleep with. I do enough of that on my own show. I'm not going to come to your show and do that. However, what I want to know is since you don't think that if anybody's concerned who it is or how many people you're sleeping with Why is it that the show you just did last Wednesday is literally who should protect us because you feel like men should protect women. So on, in the left hand, you're saying that who you sleep with is nobody's business. And then on the, in the right hand, you're saying men should protect women. It makes no, on the surface, it makes no sense. It doesn't. They're conflicting thoughts. If, You literally think that nobody – who you sleep with is nobody's business, including whatever man you – whatever man will try to date you. And if he brings up who you're sleeping with, how many people you're sleeping with, you're going to shut him down and saying that is none of his business, right? However, you still expect this man to be able to provide and protect you, provide for and protect you. So how does this – how does this comport? You can't be a traditionalist and be a modern woman. You just can't. they are two opposite ends of the spectrum. And the two again, like I said, in my first podcast, never the two shall meet. So either you're one or the other. You have to pick a side. All right. Here you're trying to you're trying to juggle two different hands and it's not working. Now there is a way that you can have these two thoughts and it actually makes sense. And the way the way that you have these thoughts and have them actually make sense is the. Um, is the I wouldn't say the bank, but it's the thought process that kills a lot of modern women's dating dating prospects, and it's this. And I want to see if she comes up with this, because again, the, the, her answer is going to be public record. So this is the only way. If she doesn't say anything but this, then she's being disingenuous. This is the only way that you can have these thoughts and marry them and have them make any sense, even though even though it literally doesn't. You have to be in the mindset of most modern women nowadays and think that men have to accept women no matter what, whereas women then have whatever demands on men because they think that they are literally the prize. And I keep telling you, show after show after show after show, there's no no way in hell Now, women can be the prize, and they outnumber men. It just doesn't happen. Again, mathematically, the math don't math, and we get it. Women don't math. That's why they're not in STEM. Bought for another show. (laughs) But the math don't math. You can't be the majority and then still be the prize. It just doesn't work that way. The prize is the prize because it's rare. The diamond is the diamond. The diamond is so expensive because it's rare. Gold is so expensive because gold is expensive. But there are just a lot of things. The Lamborghini costs a Lamborghini costs a lot because it's rare. All these cars that, you know, only two hundred that only have a run of like two hundred and fifty like the vector, you're gonna pay um you're gonna pay over a mil for a vector. Why? Because there's only a run of maybe two hundred cars that were ever made. Rarity, right? Rarity brings value. If you're not rare, you think you're a prize, yet you're literally the F one fifty of the dating world? Like, how does that comport, right? However, however this is that's what women like this think. They think that because they're women they are the prize and that is absolutely not so. And the only way they can rationalize, right? The only way they can rationalize the two thoughts like men should protect us, however, who we're sleeping with is nobody's business. The only reason the only way you can rationalize that is if you think that you're the prize and that men have to take you as you are, without any sort of self improvement. And then you have whatever demands you have of men because you literally think that you're the prize that they have to attain. That's the only way. That is the only way that that would make – that you can have those two thoughts and have them actually kind of make sense to you. It's called rationalization. It's big psychological thing, but it's called rationalization. And it's something that a lot of modern women do. And I kind of, I kind of want to ask her this. And then the other thing I want to know, and I probably won't ask her this on the show. But, uh, okay, so you want to know why you care about who's sexy, who, why is it you concern? concerned, who I'm sleeping with isn't your business. Yet, if you go down, and if you even listen to the last, the last Wednesday show, but if you go down to, she wants to talk about God and religion and Christianity. So she's a Christian, but who she sleeps with is nobody's business. So I just kind of want to know what does Scripture say about harlotry? I just I just want to know I just want to know I just want to know if she even knows what biblical Scripture says about uh, about sexual immorality and harlotry. I you know what I mean? So and I'm sure that when she started this when she started this show well what what was it 52 shows ago? Let's see yep 52 episodes. So 52 shows ago when she started this, I'm pretty sure she got on Blog Talk Radio to start a show and kind of have people kind of halfway believe what she's saying and take her a little bit seriously so that she can have – excuse me, she can have a bunch of subscribers. But with this thought process, it's really hard to take somebody seriously, and and their shows are all over the place like this. Like me – I stick to I stick to a formula because it's a formula that I'll honestly believe in, and it's a formula that I've done and I've done a fair amount of research, in. it's even if you go back to my political thing, you can disagree with the things I say politically, all you want, but one thing you can't say is that I'm wrong. Why? Because I always link to what I'm talking about. So you can't say that I'm wrong when I talk to about, when I talk about the political thing. you, you can't say I'm wrong, but – well, no, he couldn't say I'm wrong. You bit just could not say I'm wrong. This woman here, if you go through what, if you go through her stuff, you'll see where she you see where she thinks in circles. She's a Christian who says that she's a Christian who says that who she sleeps with is nobody's business. And then when people when people want to bring up who she's sleeping with, they're not being anybody's business. She wants to. Well, she wants men to protect
5: mm-hmm.
0: her, even though who she sleeps with is nobody's business. How do you take somebody? How do you take somebody seriously at that point? I really, I really want to know. Um, and going through, and again, she, I get it. She, and I heard her so. I heard her so. She did. She does make a lot of points. She does. She does make a lot of solid points. So I'm not going to take that away from her. She did. She said some things that were halfway true. She did. But it's the circular thinking it's a, that kills it. It's when you do shows like Who I'm Sleeping With is Nobody's Business, when the show before you want people to protect you, you want men to protect you. And it's when you're doing shows about Christianity and then come back and doing a show basically announcing sexual immorality. How do we take you seriously, even with even with the points that you do make? I get it, Brooke. I get it. Broken okay, clock is right twice a day. I get that. Okay, boy stipulated. But how do you take somebody seriously, even with her being right twice a day? Even with her even with her saying some things that are halfway true, how do you take her seriously? That's the only thing. So and and again, she talks about Bibles, she talks about some biblical stuff, she talks about heartbreak. I mean, I really wanted to dig into some of these shows. But and then here she is with Cotton Queen of Seduction. I Again, how do you take somebody seriously like this? How, how? you know, I really want to, because again, it's not—I'm pretty sure it's not easy being a black woman on Block Talk Radio, but or maybe it is. I don't know. But it's just hard to take this particular person seriously. It—it—it it, it, it literally is, um, and I want to. I really want to, but when I see those things, when I see that kind of a show lineup. And those, those show subjects And it's like, lady You're, you're thinking in circles here you, you really are, and it's the thing that kills A lot of, it's the thing that kills the, the dating prospects of a lot of Black women is that circular Thinking I want to take a final break, and then when I come back We're going to dive into some profiles You're listening to the ABC podcast
3: Hey, let's take a minute And meet Clark Kent Or superman Chief, believe me, you're in for a treat just as soon as Jimmy gets back here. Great Caesar's ghost. What's holding him up? You know I can't work without a good breakfast. Chief, Jimmy's bringing a box of Kellogg's sugar smacks. All the more reason for hurrying. Confound it, that boy knows I like those new sugar smacks. And he knows I do, too. And that's a cinch. Well, here I am. Young man, if you spill those new sugar smacks, you're fired. Golly, Chief, I hadn't opened up the box yet. But I'm going to now. Well, I guess we all agree on sugar smacks. Right. Folks, don't wait. Get Kellogg's new sugar smacks. They're better than ever. Puffs of wheat, sugar toasted, and candy sweet. You bet. Just get Kellogg's sugar smacks, brand new. A Northwest Mountie, and he's been
2: trailing this desperate character for three years. And I'm tired. Well, it's him or me. Uh-oh. He's got an aching head, an upset stomach, and an empty gun.
4: What you need is some Alka-Seltzer. You know what they always say.
2: Yeah, a mouthy always gets his man.
4: Oh, no. I mean about Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away. Well... Down, 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 the stomach through. Round, 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 the system too. With Alka-Seltzer, they always say, Relief is just a swallow away.
2: Bless that relief-giving Alka-Seltzer.
4: For that headache and upset feeling, take Alka-Seltzer. Relief is just a swallow away.
3: Hi, kids. Look at some delicious magic with the extra-good chocolate-flavored syrup, Bosco. Now watch. Take ice cream, spoon on extra-rich, extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. There's the best chocolate flavor you ever tasted. More Bosco magic. Cake, ice cream topped with extra-thick, extra-chocolatey Bosco syrup. Try it. Bosco also makes milk chocolatey delicious. Tell Mom to get Bosco chocolate-flavored syrup for you. Sing out.
4: I love Bosco. It's rich in chocolate tea. Chocolate flavored Bosco is mighty good for me. Mama puts it in my milk for extra energy. Bosco gives me iron and sunshine vitamin D. Oh, I love Bosco. That's the drink for me. I'm a spaceman. The moon and sun and all the stars are great big Tootsie Roll Pops. I'm a princess. Yes, my lord, it's a party tonight. We'll have Tootsie Roll Pops. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. (coughs) And do you know why? Sure. Because, one, there's good tasting hard candy outside. And, two... There's a delicious center of Tootsie Roll inside. And three, only Tootsie Roll Pops is said fun to eat. That's why they're triple good. And don't forget Tootsie Roll Pops come in a party pack, too. Ten pops and a started flavor. There's a game on the back that's lots of fun to do. All the kids in the neighborhood say Tootsie Roll Pops are triple good. Triple good. You'll love Tootsie Roll Pops.
3: Hi, I'm Mike Wallace with a sensational shortening discovery for better baking and frying. It's Procter & Gamble's Golden Fluffo, the first all-new shortening in 40 years. It's rich. Its color is golden yellow. And what a pie it makes. Richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing. But let's hear what Mrs. Stella Styra, Indiana State Fair baking champion, had to say about Fluffo.
1: I love Fluffo. It makes such a golden brown pie. Oh,
3: man, that's some apple pie.
1: Well, Mr. Wallace, that's a prettier pie than I ever baked with plain white shortening. And look how flaky it is. This yellow Fluffo is such a short shortening. Makes pie crust so rich.
3: Like cooking champions, get richer looking, better tasting, more appetizing results in everything you bake or fry. Get Golden Fluffo.
4: Yoo-hoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo-hoo! Yoo-hoo. I've got a Swiss cream sandwich for you! Crisp golden cookies and in between an extra thick, it's my kit, filling of cream! dessert time tea-time, time. Time. don't miss Swiss!
6: As the man around here, you can quote me on this! You-hoo-hoo, you-hoo It's Swiss Cream Sandwich Oh you-hoo-hoo, hoo you-hoo. And you-hoo-hoo,
3: hoo A truly different cream sandwich Swiss Cream Sandwich Baked by Nabisco The luscious creamy fillings In a class by itself No other like it And these tempting vanilla cookies Are so light They melt in your mouth
6: You-hoo-hoo, you-hoo
3: It's Swiss Cream Sandwich Oh
6: you-hoo-hoo, you-hoo And you-hoo-hoo, hoo Swiss Cream
5: Sandwich
3: Today, it's time for my favorite dance team, so let's look. Ah, a box of matches and a pack of old gold cigarettes. That's all you need, my friend. And you're enjoying the smoothest, mildest, tastiest cigarette ever created. A treat instead of a treat. That's old gold cigarettes. Made by tobacco men, not medicine men. To give you the cigarette that treats you better in every way. Because in every way, it's a better cigarette. Good, huh? Yes, for a treat instead of a treatment. Get a pack or get a carton of old gold cigarettes. Right now, this is Dennis James reminding you to keep smoking old gold cigarettes. Thanks
7: attention. To help carry on our important work, I want you to join the secret squadron and wear this official badge and have this secret decoder. Following each week's adventure, I'll send an important secret message and only secret squadron members who have decoders can decode them. Also, later I'll tell you the simple rules for joining the secret squadron, but you must promise to do as I do. Keep yourself healthy and mentally alert and drink Ovaltine every day. It's the official drink of the Secret Squadron. We Secret Squadron members know chocolate-flavored Ovaltine helps give us what we need for rocket power. Yes, just as a rocket adds thrust during takeoff, Ovaltine can add the kind of nourishment so important for rocket power. We drink Ovaltine hot for breakfast. Mmm, good, too and cold for lunch and between meal snacks and hot again at bedtime to help keep us revved up with rocket power. Believe me, Ovaltine's got what it takes to help you be a leader in your gang. So drink instant Ovaltine every day.
3: The Gemini space flights. The trips are long. The training is hard, like this spacewalk practice. But the astronauts do some things you do. In space, they drank Tang. They mixed it like this in a zero-g pouch because with no gravity, it would fly all over. You don't have that problem. You can mix it in a glass. Up there, they have to drink it carefully, this way. You can drink it any way you like. Tang tastes orangey. Tastes great. Has lots of vitamins C and A. Tang, chosen for the Gemini astronauts. Have a blast. Have some Tang. This man just showered with a new kind of soap. New Life Boy Mint Refresher. A soap so loaded with mint, so tangy, so frosty, it drives wives wicked. Every bar of New Life Boy Mint Refresher contains the essence of 125 mint leaves. Soap has never smelled this good before, and neither have you. New Life Boy Mint Refresher drives wives wicked. <laughs>
0: All right, let's get into some uh, profiles, shall we? Now, I'm on OkCupid now. If I have time, I'll get into Plenty of Fish. Right now, I'm on OkCupid. And let's see, we have a profile here. Um, And again, when I signed up for this, it's like you have to sign up. You have to say your age and where you're from and all that, blah, blah, blah. So that it'll spit out. So that the the algorithm will spit out women that are closer to your age and closer to your location. Okay, got that. That's how dating apps work. So, again, like I said, my last show, my last um, – oh, yeah, that's what I forgot to tell you guys in the beginning. I did a – if you follow me on Facebook, I did a Facebook Live where I recorded and actually did this. But it was just so just so I could see if my software worked, and my software does work. So what I'm going to do is next Saturday um, – if I get into these profiles, I need to tell you what I'm going to do is next Saturday, I'm going to simulcast, just like I did on Plenty of Fish. I'm gonna simulcast on Facebook Live. So now that I got my software up and going and the way the way it needs to be, I'm going to I'm going to um the simulcast the Block Talk Radio on my Facebook Live and then post it to SoundCloud so that you'll see. And then when I do the Facebook Live thing, if you guys come and you want to drop a question or a message or something in the chat then I'll read it, and if it's a question or something, I'll answer it. I'll, I'll acknowledge you, of course. And if you have a, if it's a question or something or it's a point you want to make, then I'll totally answer everything that's – or as much as I can that's posted in my chat. Uh, live on the air. And then I'm going to post it to SoundCloud, and it's going to be posted to Apple Podcasts. And, you know, it's, it's, I'm looking forward to it. So that's going to be next Saturday. Put these profiles again. Uh, algorithms spit me out a, uh, spit me out a bunch of candidates that's around my area. That's, that's within my, somewhere within my age range. Not that I'm looking because, again, I have a girlfriend. I just do this for content. It's not like I'm fishing for anything because I'm literally not. I have one of the best women in the world that people really shouldn't model after her because she, yes, she's. She's kind of an older millennial, but she gets it. She gets it. And it's because, not because of well a little bit was because of how she was raised. But because she's open to she's open to hearing new things and she's open to having her mind changed. And that's important because sometimes in life you you learn things that are wrong. And you have to be willing to understand that what you learned was wrong and that there is another side that's more truthful and you're willing you have to be willing to have your mind changed. I completely changed her mind on communism. She went to she went to university. The university pushed communism on her like all these universities do. They push communism on their students, they push leftism on their students. And then when it got together she started saying things that didn't make sense. And so I was I was going through and every time she would say something, I'd refute her talking points respectfully, of course, but I refute her talking points, I'd be like, "No, because according to this, according to that, that's not true. here's what's real and I finally got her to understand that communism isn't all that these leftists are cracking it up to be is really not, and I got her to understand that, and she's much she's much she's a much more intellectually sound person when it comes to world events and economics and things like that because she was so willing to have her mind changed. So that thing, and she's, and in my opinion, she's like gorgeous. So it is what it is. Um, But let's get, let's get into this. Um, I could talk about her all day, but we're here for the profiles, right? Uh, We have Amy and Amy actually looks a lot like her. She looks a lot like my girlfriend, just beautiful woman. Uh, Just doesn't have glasses, but maybe still a beautiful woman. Um, so it doesn't look like she's overweight or anything like that. But let's see. Myself summary: I'm a single mom. I'm here looking for a serious, long term relationship. Now, let's put it. Let's now remember what I said a couple of segments ago that being a single mom that might play into something that's coming later. Let's take the pin out of that, shall we? Now, she leads with being a single mom, and she probably is wondering why she's not getting a lot of likes from high. I'd say high-value men, only provider-protector men. I'm sure there are a few provider-protector men that would, would say, like, oh, okay, single mom can overlook it. Let's see what's going on. But the majority of them would be like, eh, single mom, ugh. because of what because of what I laid out a couple of um, segments ago, because of that, not only that, but single moms, they're, it's the kids and it's the job and you just don't have time to squeeze a man into your life. And not only that, you do squeeze a man into your life and he's not going to be the father. He's not gonna be he's not the kid's father, he can't even be daddy, can't even he can't be an authority figure. The only thing he can be is kind of a rudimentary role model and even that, you know, even that goes the way of the dodo. Whenever the woman gets gets good and mad at the man, then that goes the way of the dodo. So again, there's just so much involved with single moms that just turn a lot of provider protector manifest, and especially if they're high value, they're really gonna go skip over her because they they literally have options that are way better than taking a 45 year old single mother. But I'm back up here. I love reading, cooking. I love reading, cooking, sports, the beach, and traveling. And if you're con- if you're a consistent listener, or if you listen to a bunch of my shows on dating, especially the last few you you're going to you're going to notice a pattern when i read these profiles Follow <clears throat> um you'll see that they say oh i love reading that's that's a big one cooking okay sports the beach and travel they all like sports they all like the beach they all like traveling some of them don't like sports but they all like the beach they all like traveling and a lot of them love reading too Cooking, okay, that's the first, this is the first woman that admits that, that will admit on her profile that she loves cooking. That's a good thing, because a woman that can cook is, is pretty desirable. But at 45 years old, you should be able to cook. I'm just saying. There's just, I understand there's not a lot of 45-year-olds out there that can throw down in the kitchen. They, they put together basic things, but like as far as honing their skills and honing their craft and putting together something that's just a medley of, um, a medley of delicate flavors and things like that no they they just they'll put something in there and throw it out there and that's a lot of that's a lot of modern women especially this age because they haven't been taught i get that i get that but let's go back they they all love reading they all love they all love some of them are sports but they all love the beach and they all love traveling and my point saying that is this is that there's nothing in the self-summary because okay cupid is something that you read it and you have to make a decision, right? You don't have time to get down into files and things like that. Like you have a plenty of fish. You read the blurb and you have to make a decision. This here, I don't see anything that stands that makes her stand out from the rest of the flock. Remember what I said, these uh, dating apps are, are, are um, populated by women. But a few men, and all these women are are looking for the same few men. And these men, the men that she would call herself liking or whatever, those men will look over her. And the reason why the men will look over her is because she says the same thing in her profile that literally every other woman says. So there's nothing that stands her out. She's just another penguin in the flock. You just can't, you can't discern her from any of the other women out there. So, again... She's a beautiful, and it's a shame because she is a beautiful woman. And to waste, and to waste this on a profile that literally doesn't distinguish you from any of the other women out there, it's kind of it's kind of a waste. It really is. It's it's, it's kind of sad to me, but it's it's kind of a waste. All right, so we'll go we'll, we'll pass. Bandusha, she's 45 from Seattle. Um. And she's she's average looking. I mean, she's I guess she's got glasses, and she does something with her hair. And her fashion sense can use a little bit of refinement, but that's just from her pictures. Um, but the good thing about her pictures is that she looks like she she's the kind of person she she strikes as the kind of person who just likes to go out and have fun. And I haven't gone to her I haven't gone to her blurb yet, but just from the pictures she's taken. Um, we've got a group photo, which is good. Women, another thing, the group, um, if you have somebody else in your photo, don't cut them out. It's kind of tacky is underclass. Um, if you have a group, if you have photos from, somebody, okay, do sit up. <laughs> you know what I mean? But just don't, don't cut anybody out of it. Um, here she's on a bike and she got a dog. That's cool. Kill Bill, the whole kill Bill thing. You know, at the screams. I like to have fun. I don't know my movies. So she I guess she wouldn't she was still built she was a woman from still built for Halloween. That's cool. got so one skiing with the dog. This one she got the city. She got the city um backdrop. So she looks she looks like she can she looks she like to hang out and have fun. Now let's see. Let's get into this. Bro choice, which means she's probably a limb, politically liberal <laughs> uh graduate degree, University of Arizona, University of Washington, I explained the liberalism. Employee, full-time senior project designer, architecture firm. She's an atheist, which, again, further experience liberalism. Doesn't smoke. Never smokes marijuana. She's an omnivore. That's funny because most people like vegans. But okay, she's an omnivore. She eats meat. She doesn't have kids. She doesn't have kids, which, okay, plays a dog. Um, So let's see. Myself, sombre. I like both culture and nature, so I balance my life between going to live music shows, contemporary art museums and architecture buildings and staying fit outdoors, bicycling with my dog. See that in the pictures, skiing both downhill and skate ski, walking, hiking occasionally, not as often anymore because they hiked not so crowded in the last few years, and that's kind of true, especially in Seattle. most times, no matter what i'm doing, I'm in my Spotify inner world, but I will But I love getting out out of it, too, for deeper, interesting conversations. I seek intellectual and emotional connection before anything else, which takes some time. And ceasefire. Leaving that part, leaving the ceasefire alone, because I have my own opinions on that. Okay? Because I know what she's talking about. And literally, if you read this, read The Covenant, and you would understand that the ceasefire just doesn't work. And she doesn't understand this. But Let's pass this. Let's go past that. And let's just see what hold on a current goal, getting better at downhill skiing, currently blue level, also figuring out some remodel items from the house. So again, hold on. Also figuring, uh, getting better at MIT crossword, New York Times crossword series in New York Times. Of course. <laughs> uh, English is my second language, so always eager to, oh, English is her second language, so that means she's it. My hardest part of your memory. How are you foreign? In, well, never mind, because you went to university. That's why. But, okay. So, again, liberal women like this slay me because they look for traditional men. Liberal women, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. And I get it. You don't like liberal men. You don't like liberal men because liberal men have been emasculated. And it's absolutely true liberal men are emasculated, that's why you don't like them that's why you like traditional men who would do things like pay for dates, open doors protect you like the other like Cotton was saying conservative men or even citrus men they have they're they're willing to do those things besides a couple of conservative leanings probably not pro-choice but um, and any man that's worth pro-choice is not going to do any of those things because they absolutely believe in women's empowerment so you're not going to find a you not, you're not going to find that example among any liberal. So you're looking for the conservative man. You're looking for the protective provider that's traditional. However, you're not traditional. We we understand you're not traditional. We're on you for keeping yourself fit. That's a good thing, you know. However, with you being so 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 empowered and so strong which you think is a good thing. I mean, you, you've invested in your career. You're at the point now where you're 45. You're still a liberal woman looking for this traditional man, and you're saying all these things that you accomplished with, you've accomplished, and all these things you love to do, but you literally have nothing to offer. You you really don't. Um, you not even really kind. Not even really conversation because I don't see anything in here that's – let's see. You say you love getting out for it to deeper, interesting conversations, but you don't list anything that you like to talk about. The only thing that you say is you're trying to get better at the New York Times crossword puzzle, and that English is your second language. But you don't say anything that you – what you like to talk about, Any subject you like to talk about. So, again – A man's going to see this, and he's going to pass right over this because there's really nothing in here that stands out that says, hey, I'm a good woman. There's just nothing there. Now, I'm not saying that you're not a good woman. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is there's nothing in this profile that would make me think that you're a catch. There's just not. Uh, Lisa, 33, from Seattle. Um, she looks kind of, she looks Asian or Asian white. Love is, let's see. Love is a growing landscape that accompanies us through every stage of life. Okay. Nice, but there's really not a whole lot there. Sorry. And you really don't ask me so many other questions. So, okay. We don't rely on beauty alone. Man does not live on beauty alone. And if you're, if you're a woman on the dating scene, you know this. Okay. You can be good looking, but if it's not, if it's not, if you don't have anything to offer, you don't have anything to offer, and that's just how it is. Let's see, Monique, fifty-four from Bellevue. How much time have I got anyway? Um, let me go back to here and see. Okay, plenty of time. So, Monique, Monique, fifty-four. She's fifty-four years old. So, past whatever stages, men will find her useful for. But Monique, fifty-four from Bellevue, Washington. Oh, uh, got a great group oh birthday party yeah post faith birthday party photos Absolutely. so freaking uh selfie uh birthday party photo, which is good this actually this picture is actually really not that bad she's she's a pretty woman for being fifty four I'll give her i'll give her that she's a pretty woman uh, yeah that's a, Okay, picture looks like though she cut somebody out of it. She's not really centered on the picture, which makes me wonder what's going on. But, oh, this is a good picture. She's on top of, looks like a halo pad or something, and she's looking down at the city. That's actually a good picture. I just wish it were kind of closer up. But hey, one crazy day around 1987. Oh, that's kind of another thing. Women. Now, she gets away with it because she has a lot more recent pictures. But well, women, stop posting these old pictures where you're looking better and you're hoping to hook a man because with, if a man does reply and you're literally older than what you are in that picture, it's out to a lie. It, it just is. But, okay. So the pictures are okay. The pictures are okay. My self-summary. I have the free version, so please like, send a message instead of just like. I don't get to see who likes me in this version. I love a good laugh. And there's so much to laugh about. I've always felt that life provides enough material to laugh at no matter. No need to make anything up. Outgoing and analytical, I enjoy meeting new people, reading road trips, games, music, action movies, short hikes, or long walks. Anything from a quiet night to hosting an event. I'm inexperienced with camping, fishing, et cetera, but I have loved it when I had the opportunity to go. Looking for a long-term relationship to enjoy all of the above with. Thanks for considering. Please smile in your photo. It's hard to get a sense of you when... I can't see it in your eyes. I will read the entire profile, and I really appreciate it when it's not just a couple of sentences. Okay, let's see. She's woman, straight monogamous, five foot four, average. Politically liberal, undergraduate degree, of course. That's why she's liberal. She has an undergraduate degree. Doesn't smoke cigarettes. Doesn't smoke weed. Good. Uh, looking for men, new friends, are turned dating. Okay, a couple of things. Um, Okay, politically for a politically liberal woman this actually this is actually a, a decent profile it is. Um she, she admits up front which probably unnecessary, but she she says up front that she has she has a free version. So if you want to if you want to get into contact with her, she says like and send a message. So again, she's letting you know how to get a hold of her. And she's good at listing the things See, she's good at listing the things that she likes. And um she wants excuse me, Laura. she wants to she wants to find somebody that's interested in the things she likes. And she doesn't have a lot of demands for the man that answers. She says, you notice she says she's outgoing, she's analytical, she enjoys meeting new people, reading, road trip, games, music, action movies, short hikes or long walks, anything from a quiet night hosting an event. I'm inexperienced with camping and fishing but I've loved it when the opportunity of looking for somebody and then the only really demand for the things that, for the responders, the smile in your photo. This is a woman that gets it. All right. It's a woman that gets it about the dating scene. Now she's a little older, which means it's going to be a little harder to find, especially if she's politically liberal and looking for a man that's going to provide and protect, which for traditional conservatives, she has to, she, she has to learn how to rein in her political acuities in order to, um, in order to mesh with the man. But if she can do that, I wouldn't say the world hears our oyster, but it's pretty close. Let's see. Uh, I'm really good at whistling. I once had a woman at a grocery store come up to and say, I thought only men whistle. Apparently not. Um, attempt at a joke at hey, the school. and teaching computer applications. Favorite shows anything Cirque du Soleil, Tessa Carmen, Carmen. So she likes operas, which is good. Cultured. Uh, favorite movies uh, with my son, and and she doesn't mention the fact that she's a mom until later on. She, you, um, which is a good thing. You get a feel for her before she mentions her son. She doesn't lead with that, which is a lot of which is hurt of. So again, as a provider protector, I would be intrigued. And then, after, I go, oh, she has a son, but by the time you read all that other stuff, you literally don't care. So, let's see, adult uh with my son. So, as we with Disney Pixar, so she would probably be hidden figures, undercover, booze. adult-ish, John Wick, equalizer, best-in-show, strictly ballroom, The Arrival, so she's got a good movie. TV, so she goes into TV, books, her favorite foods and things like that. So, you really get a feel of who she is. Um, let's see. Six things I can never do without laughter. I get that. Well throughout the profile, actually. Uh, my family, music, thing, beauty, balance, occasional people, uh, see, balance. occasional people, chaos in my house, usually accompanied by my son and his friends with single parent, single parent events or visiting families with the occasional days of serenity. Moving on. Uh, spend a lot of time thinking about being good, being a good parent and provider to my son Checking the things off my list that I want to do. Learners see. Recently, watching a lot of Green Brown on YouTube. The typical Friday night, I'm usually making my son watch some kind of Marvel flick or HGTV show. He likes them too. She's raising her son to be cultured. This is good. See, so you should message me if you are interested in my brand of quirkiness. You are interested. You are not interested in hookups. you are interested in friendship and learn something. You are not young enough to be my fun and exclusivity is ultimately desired but not presumed until mutually agreed this is a good profile i will give it to this woman if it took me that long and i read it all the way through the end that is a measure of a good profile if i didn't cut it off like halfway through it'd be like okay next so normally if i were if i were again provider protector man um, I would overlook a lot of other things in order to in order to get to know this person. Because again, she's up she's up for, she tells you a lot of about herself. She tells you enough to, that you'd be like, Hey, this ain't so bad. So that's that's it. I've got I spent so much time on that profile that I've got to cut it off here. Um but women, if you have these profiles up here and then too if you have a profile and you like feel like you don't get enough responses let me go through your profile what you these days i'm going to do the men and i'll show you where you men are going wrong but um we'll, and we'll, we'll do that but again thanks for listening um uh, remember well you know what? i got seven minutes i got seven minutes left you know what let's do this let's go through one more so we're just going to go ahead, call the cast because we for other days. Black woman, her name is Muna. Muna is 49 from Belgium. Now, oh, excuse me, I'm near my throat here. Before I get, before I go further. Born and raised in Africa, migrated to the U.S. Now, let's see. She's not her real hair. See, black women. What is it? And again, okay. Now I said in my last show because I did this profile thing in my last show, and the black and this is a thing that I noticed is unique to black women. They will take screenshots from their phone of other apps they are on and then post it to post it to these apps. So if they have an app on Tinder or Bumble or something. They'll just screenshot it and then post it to OKCupid. It's very lazy, and it's again I made the comment that. It's dating is not a passive thing. You can't just be lazy and expect to and expect a man to just find you. You have to put some effort into these things. So again, you're advertising yourself. The last woman that I read, the last woman's profile I read, she advertised herself. She did really well in doing so. And wow, if she she doesn't, I would be shocked if she doesn't find some, find some, if she doesn't get a whole lot of responses. Mm But, um, in fact, actually. Could have even uh sent her a message and asked her for an interview but what else um we'll, we'll i'll get to that but again this is, a, this is a malady that i'm noticing is unique to black women and really you need to step it up and, um okay i get it you have this one picture which probably is from something else but let's stop being lazy with these things please born and raised in africa migrated to you migrated to us a while back she's pro-choice liberal. A woman's street monogris. She her pronouns definitely liberal. Five five foot one curvy and I noticed that because of the lack of clavicles. Men, here's a, here's here's how you beat the here's how you beat the fat girl trap, right? Because one thing that heavier women would do, and black women in particular, one thing that they will do is they will take pictures in order to try to hide the fact that they're fat. Alright. So you'll see things like high angle high angle shots. They'll shoot they'll shoot the top from over their head some or at least forehead level, but definitely over their head. Look for that. Look for an absence of clavicles. If you can't see her if you can't see her collarbone, she's big. And then look at the um look at the crease between the between the pectoral muscle and the arm. Right right under that crease right underneath the shoulder where the arm meets where the arm goes in. Look at that because if you can't if you don't see muscul uh, muscular definition, she's fat. I mean there's a you can't hide that. The only way you can really hide that is you don't take a picture at all. So again, those are the telltale signs. So if you're not looking for a bigger woman, then just examine the pictures and those are the things that you would see. Now five month Kirby she minute black politically black politically liberal, I told you. Um English trade a tech school, employed full-time. Usually when they say trade, they went to a trade or a tech school, it's because they went for cosmetology. That's nine times out of ten. When a black woman goes to trade a trade school or tech school, that's what it's for. Um, Christianity, Pisces. Again, you see where the circles come in. She's pro-choice, but she lists Christianity. How does that work? How are you a Christian and believe in abortion? Oh, you're a Christian and you're a liberal, but what else, right? Um, because again, you can't call yourself a Christian and vote Democrat. You just can't do it. Democrats hate Christianity. They hate it, so you can't be a Christian. It's not like being black and vote Democrat. Democrats hate you. They've hated you since the eighteen since the eighteen hundreds when they kept you in slavery, and sick the KKK when when the slaves escaped. Democrats championed. Democrats championed. Um, slave. They champion slavery, they champion Jim Crow, they champion segregation. How are you liberal? Anyway, um that's okay, see thinking in circles. Born and raised in Africa, migrated to the US a while back, my friends would describe me as honest, caring, full of empathy and someone they can always count on. I enjoy keeping up with current news, listening to music, or different if you if you're if you're keeping up with current news, how are you liberal? But whatever. Um, listening to music, different genre, going out to the park with weather I'm looking for a special friend, someone who is emotionally available with low-grade baggage. You want you want this, but I don't see what you're bringing to the table here. You 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 literally don't say what you're bringing to the table. My golden rule you know, sheet of is the way you want to be treated, case of the Bible. Um, what I'm actually looking for, I would like to start a relationship with someone who's honest, loyal, compassionate, and available. Again, there's nothing here that stands you out from the crowd lady I'm sorry you're they're, they're just not you're 49 you're single kind of overweight. don't really list what you're bringing to the table to kind of offset that um, you're pro-choice you're liberal you're looking for most likely looking for a conservative man who's going to provide and protect because liberal men just don't so I just don't see I just don't see a whole lot of a whole lot here that screams that screams it that screams, let's do this anyway. I'm gonna get the five four, three two one warning and I'm gonna get out of here, but thanks for listening. Remember this week I'm gonna do some a bunch of one hour shows, and then next Friday I'm going to um I'm gonna do my two hour show. And we're just gonna do it all over again. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show. Also look for me on Apple Podcasts and um, SoundCloud. Because you get the better shows on SoundCloud. That's it. Um, was that it? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, so Oh there it is, there's the key. So Hello. Hey, Uh